Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. <laughs> this week, <laughs> this week we are reading out poor Google reviews of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yes, we have done TripAdvisor before, but we are moving on to Google, and Googlers are even weirder than TripAdvisor yeah, people. There's a whole load of nutcases. There's a whole load of nutcases. Untapped. Untapped potential. Yeah. So we are on Disney's Animal Kingdom and we are reading out the craziest poor reviews that people have left for the theme park. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Right, so Animal Kingdom, mm. uh, I'm feeling perfect. I'm I am ready for the recording. <laughs> You're literally buzzing. Oh, if I'm uh, slurring my words, that is because he's half cut. I am. <laughs> I am more than half cut. This is so. This is um. Where are we now? What Friday. We? we are Friday the eighteenth. Of October. I'm dating this podcast. Yeah. And this will probably go up probably, well, probably about be... the same time in November. Yeah, probably, yeah. I've come home from work. I uh, I had a nice lunchtime beer at 12.30. Nice I only sherry, have one. Nice sherry. I only have one. <laughs> Sensible. Yeah. I thought I'm doing some podcasting tonight. And then I sent a message around saying, does everyone, anyone fancy a game of Clask, which is a uh, K-L-A-S-K Anyone inter- if anyone is interested, uh, give it a little Google. It's uh, basically like air hockey crossed with a board game kind of thing. Yeah. It's quite... It's, they, call, they call it tabletop game, don't they? Yeah. If you want to be... But it's not like a super geeky game. It's like... No. It's quite a... It's not like Dungeons and Dragons. It's quite a fun um, like game. So I was like, does anyone fancy playing it after work? A few people said yes. It's now six, quarter past six. I've been drinking since three... And plus a beer at lunch. And now you can see where I'm at. And it all went downhill. Dan is on how much alcohol? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. I am on too much alcohol. And that's where we're at. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting episode. Well, we're recording two back to back. Yeah. So the next two weeks are going to be either fantastic or terrible. Or a little bit creepy. Could be creepy, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and keep it family friendly. Apologies if I let slip a few things that belong more in customer is always weird. Um, you may have to get the Mickey like, oh boy, oh, oh boy, oh, yeah. oh, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah, that, if that to, happens. To bleep it out. Yeah, if that happens, um, sorry, but I'm going to try and just stick to the content that is in front of me on Google because my God, I can't rely on what's in my brain. <laughs> 
yeah, so I've spent the last three hours in the pump. Yeah, I've been at work. Yeah, well, it sucks to be you. <laughs> I finished at three on a Friday. Some people have to do a full day's work, Ryan. You know, you can't, you know, go to the pub at three. See, the trick is, I always technically have to do a full day's work, but in reality, I just quote double as to what I actually need to do. <laughs> oh, that's probably going to take me about three days. In reality, it's half a day's work. And then that's, yeah, two and a half days... Of drinking. Yeah, kicking it around. Kicking around, you kicking know, around. Doing whatever you want, playing Xbox. Playing Xbox, having a pint. Yeah. Why not? You've got to enjoy life. Reading um, Dis Twitter. There you go. Dis Twitter is a whole different game. You need to be at least eight pints in before you even start with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did tell you that it was going to slip. <laughs> like three minutes in. <laughs> three minutes in. I've looked the family-friendly filter, like four pints in, and I'm gone. Sorry about that. Apologies for Mac in... Uh, I don't know, Macclesfield. Mac in Macclesfield, who's Mac listening with his with his family. I'll just drop the S bomb there. What they they've got like they're they're sitting around the fireplace with the laptop in the. On, oh, let's you know, listen front. to the weekly theme park trader podcast. He's he's puffing on a pipe. Yeah, he's knitting. And the kids Very are stereotypical nineteen. The kids are playing. Yeah, the kids are playing Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. And I've just dropped the S bomb, and it's all gone to it's all oh, gone to hell. Oh golly! What was that he said? Let's rewind that and listen. Children, go to your rooms. We can't listen to those. Um, yeah, it's going to be a bit like that for the next two episodes. I do apologise in advance. I try and we, well, we try and make this as family as friendly as possible, but the pressure of recording five episodes in advance, maybe mm, it's about that. I don't know. Well, we're so not- I'm going away. Like as we're recording, it's only four, isn't it? But then it's four of this and four of customer. So yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of recording. It feels like a lot more than that. I have to hang around with you guys. It's awkward. Nobody wants to be. We hate each other, really. (laughs) It's a front for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of recordings, and this Friday night, we're recording three. This is the last set of recordings before you go away. And and you can tell. (gasps) You can absolutely tell that I'm already in holiday mode. Because I'm like, oh, yes, uh, yes, whatever, this Animal Kingdom. Uh, It's all right, isn't it? Let's read out some reviews. (laughs) See how it goes. I really need some pizza. Yeah, we're going to get pizza. We're going to get some pizza. But if you listen to customers weird, it's Stuart's fault because he's going to be because he's not being here for another hour and a half. Yeah, I'm blaming Stuart for, for my uh, non-alcohol soak-up food. <laughs> All technical terms. Also, if any, I know a few of you listen to this podcast who are going to Disney World the same time as me. This is how I will be. For the full three weeks. Yeah, I can confirm that is the case. <laughs> <laughs> having having been with Ryan to Disney World last October, it's yeah, it's definitely the case. I'm basically drunk from about ten o'clock in the morning onwards. Yeah, I was going to say twenty four hours, but I, well, I can't get a drink at eight in the morning. Mm, no, but sort of continued on. What what I might do this time is actually go to the Animal Kingdom Lodge bar. Uh, sorry, the the shop and buy a bottle of like whiskey. <laughs> and just in the morning, just, just wake for, up just and like to tide you over. Yeah. What's the point in going on holiday if you can't have fun? Well, exactly. If you can't get drunk at eight in the morning, what are you going to do? You know. That's the point of a holiday. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, it's six p.m. By the way, for our US listeners, it's not six. I'm not drunk at six a.m. No, I've got. Oh God! Can you imagine recording at six a.m.? Well, can you imagine being drunk at six a.m.? That'd be horrendous, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
There was some, um, just as, as an aside, um, we had an, uh, an awards night at the... A few people from my, my office went to an awards evening at Thorpe Park last night, so it's kind of relevant. Thorpe Park, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of relevant. So I didn't get invited. I'm never allowed to these things because I well, drink too much, apparently. <laughs> you were too expensive for the barbell. <laughs> yeah, I'm too expensive. No, none of the projects I worked on were up for awards. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just too good for awards. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure how, that's how it works. How they it give works the awards to all the crap stuff. I mean, last year I was invited, but we went to Orlando. Right. Okay. So I was invited, but we were going to Orlando the next day. Yeah. And I didn't think that was a wise move. Sensible, I think. Because they got it. They got home last night on a Thursday at two a.m. Nice. Just quite late. Yeah. So you went, and then you'd have to be up at like five or. We were up. We were up quite early, weren't we? we yeah. yeah. I can't. It was. We were on the earlier flight, weren't we? So. Yeah, so we got to the airport for like seven. Well, yeah, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Um, so it would have been ridiculous. But uh, yeah, there was a few people suffering in the office tonight, uh, today, but they um, they did get to go on like Swarm and Saw Half Cut. <laughs> really? Which is quite impressive, because it's Fright Nights at the moment at Thought Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, they had this like, massive like agency awards night, and there were people riding Swarm and Saw in like three-piece suits. Which must... <laughs> and, and like... Um, Masquerade um, masks. Oh, okay. It must be the weirdest... This is a weird um, award ceremony. I know. Like, the masquerade was the the theme of the night. Why do you need a theme for for an awards night? I don't know. I don't know. In a theme park. I know. This is the the weirdest award ceremony going. So there were people, like, in masks, in three-piece suits, riding Swarm at Thor Park. Of course. That must have been quite uncomfortable. Yeah. I would never ride a ride in a three-piece suit. No. I'd get to the awards in my three-piece suit, like, yeah. oh, you can go on the rides. That's a good job I pat my t- rip off your It's a good suit. job I pat my t-shirt and shorts. Good job I wore my Velcro suit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never am I riding a ride in a suit. That's no. silly. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of semi-relevant. Did they have the clothes, the park clothes? Uh, well, it's Fright Nights. Okay. So it's like Halloween Horror Nights, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but crap, because it's Thought Park. Well, of course. <laughs> And there was a few people. There, yeah. there was a few people that were like, "Oh, it's really good, you know. It's really good. It's it, they do they did a good good job. The lighting was good. Bless them. Yeah. They try. Uh, the lighting was good. Sorry, the lighting the, was good. The lighting. The lighting was good. The lighting's good in my bedroom. <laughs> That's not a sign of a good theme park event. <laughs> I, I can read in my bedroom. <laughs> Like surely the, the, the fact that the lighting is good means that there's not a lot of lighting in a Halloween event. Surely. Well, well, this is it, and so I don't think they actually did any of the mazes. To be fair. Right. Okay. Okay. But I know Chloe, who's been on the show before, has taken part in Fright Nights. As in, yeah, she's she's, she's actually worked been there, worked there, yeah, but, yeah. and pro- probably be like, "What the hell are you guys talking about?" But I can't see it comparing to Halloween Horror Nights in any way at all. Probably not. Can you? I mean, no, re- being no, realistic. I mean, I mean, if if Thought Park wants to give us some tickets for it to prove us wrong, prove us wrong, Thought Park. Yeah, prove glad, us we, wrong. We will gladly be proved wrong. Even with tickets, I can't. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> what IPs have you got, Thought Park? What IPs have you got? Saw. But I don't even think they've got that. Yeah, they've got not. the ride, but yeah, not the ride. I don't think they're it's any mazes based on no, Saw. Not the rights to to do it in a in a, in a Halloween event. So yeah, so there there was a few people. Um, I bumped into one of them when I walked in the office this morning. I was like, "Oh, how are you feeling?" And he was like, "I'm great." He sounded fine. I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe it wasn't as as intense as I thought." Yeah. And there was a huddle of people around one desk as I walked in, and um, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine." And then I walked past him, and they were like, "Oh, 
<laughs> what, the same guy or somebody different? So there were like five people, like, you know when your voice massively, well, you probably don't because you don't drink, but <laughs> when your voice massively deepens when you've had a, got a massive hangover, there were women sounding like they were from, like, Manchester. <laughs> going, Is that how they sound, like, in Manchester, Ryan? <laughs> well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Is that because they're from Manchester or because they're always half cut? Bit of both. Okay. Bit okay. of both. You've got to drink when you're in the north. It's a bad place to be. <laughs> Poverty just... is strife. Oh god! Just offended all our northern listeners there. I'm joking. I love the north. Manchester is one of my favourite cities in the world, actually. Um, and I'm not just. I'm not. I'm. I'm being serious. Um, <laughs> I love Manchester. I, I'm, and I'm really looking forward to going to. Dare I say it? Liverpool to meet Craig. Um, is that? Is that you don't want to go to Liverpool? You don't want to meet Craig. I'm I'm scared. I hope well, he doesn't invite me. Bit, I hope he doesn't invite me to stay at his house. <laughs> I'm sure he has a lovely house. I'm sure he's a lovely house, but I'm I'm scared. What of him? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's reasonable. I think. <laughs> the wife's out tonight, Ryan. You can stay in my bed. <laughs> I'm fine. I've got a hotel. Um, should we get into some reviews before I talk myself into out of five hundred listeners? <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is. Um, a park? It's a theme park. It's a theme park. In Disney World, it's Florida. Disney World. <laughs> oh dear, I've had too much to drink. <laughs> um, I, You know what? In all seriousness, I have gone from really disliking Animal Kingdom to it being... I mean, it's still the least of my... <laughs> it's still the least favourite in Walt Disney World parks for me. <laughs> yeah. But it is at least close to being third from bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's close to being considered... For the for the change of re rank, it's probably not going to make it, but it will be considered. It's on its way. Um, but I, I I do genuinely. I used to honestly. I used to hate every day I spent in Animal Kingdom. Really? It, it, it used to be Donna's favorite park. Thankfully, right. I convinced her that Epcot is the best and only park to be in. Um, <laughs> but it, it used to be Donna's favorite park, and every time we used to go there, we were done by like eleven o'clock. I mean, it's still a it, half day park. If you're not Pretty doing much. the shows, yeah, if you're not if, doing, if you're the, not doing shows, the shows, it's, it's still like a half-day park. It, it is a half-day park, yeah, because you can get Pandora done. You're doing magic hours. You can get Pandora done yeah, by if nine. You, if you, you rope drop Pandora, you know, do uh, Kilimanjaro. Bug, Dinosaur. It's never long. It's never long. Everest is never that long. You're done. And you, you're yeah. literally done. Yeah. Um, and you're not in that, if you're not that interested in animals... You know, there's not much to do. If you if you want to do the the the, um, the walk around tours, I I really like doing them. They are you know, Donna and I I think I spent you know as much as I say I don't really like Rafiki's Planet Watch and I don't. Donna and I have probably spent two and a half hours there. Really, what in one sitting? In one sitting, literally watching the um, the veterinary. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Like operations and things they do. That that stuff is super interesting, but you have to get there early to see it. Yeah. So if you're there at like 12 after doing Pandora and um, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro, Dinosaur, Everest, you won't see anything. Yeah. So after like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, that, the whole Rafiki's Planet Watch is totally pointless. Mm. Unless you want to pet goats. <laughs> Which you can do at any farm. Yeah, it doesn't just really... Saying. Doesn't, your, your Disney ticket doesn't really seem worth that, does it? I paid $150 to pet a goat. <laughs> it's not worth it. Uh, but if you get there super early and you... I would always advise asking a cast member if there are any operations going on because then you know, okay, I'm getting on this train going to another area of the land. Um, it's worth watching. So there are, there are, you know, I do love Animal Kingdom, but it's it's still the least of my favourite 
it's the least favorite park that I have at Disney World. I don't know. I don't know what you think. No, about I would it. agree as well. Like of the like four core Disney parks, it's my least favorite. Even Hollywood Studios, where before before Galaxy's Edge, neither of us have been to Galaxy's Edge. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Although technically, when this episode goes out, I would have been to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Neither of us have been. Um, I still prefer Hollywood over Animal. Mm. I think the whole setting of the park is is ten times better, um, and that's no. Nothing against Joe Road, although fix the damn Yeti. <laughs> um, I, I just prefer Hollywood Studios. I think that Toy Story Midway Mania, I think that Stinky Dog Dash, um, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, and um, that's actually pretty much it, uh, are, are better than the ride Muppets. selections. And Muppet, Muppets, are, yeah, Muppets is, is, a, yeah. is a, I'm a huge fan of. I think it's far better than the offering of Animal Kingdom. Flight of Passage is probably the best, one of the best rides in Disney World. But it's a, it's based on a franchise that I could not give a damn about. <laughs> That's the problem. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's a it's fantastic a, ride. It's, it's, one a, of the, it's a technical, one of the best. It's technological marvel. Yeah, but no, it's not Marvel Ryan. It's Avatar. Oh yeah, sorry. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's one of the best rides on property, mm. but it still doesn't sort of lift the. I could give up. or take it. Really, like if I wasn't a ride, Flight of Passage throughout my whole three-week period, mm. I wouldn't come home disappointed. Right. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, I'd be like, oh. Missed opportunity. I can't believe I didn't go on them, but I've done Flight of Passage and I love it and I think it's one of the best rides on property, but if they, if they closed it for three weeks, I wouldn't be like, it's not worth going to Disney World. That surprises me, really, because obviously the, you love the intro show, the pre <laughs> I mean, like... that's a mistake. <laughs> Even mentioning that in, in front of semi-cut me, is a mistake. <laughs> I don't know anyone that likes that intro show. No. It's terrible. They it's like they 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 hired the worst actor they could find. I d- I don't know Ryan. I don't know the fast. And, I'm just fast and furious. <laughs> fast and furious. I you know this is what I love about this show is that we are theme parks across the world. <laughs> because if we were just a Disney show, we'd just have to focus on that. But the fact that we can go over to Universal and be like Fast and Furious is even worse. <laughs> And Alton Towers, let me tell you, Alton Towers hex is not far off. No, it's like an early two thousands recording that they've still got. Right. Okay. Wow. With like it's a bit Matt, dated then. It's incredibly dated, but we need to go to Alton Towers. Yeah. I think when the new season starts mm-hmm. early next year, we'll we'll head over there. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it this year actually, but yeah, it's fight of passage. Why? Why would they hire that guy? <laughs> How bad are the rest of the people they were they were? But the thing is, surely it's it's all scripted. Mm. Surely they've told him to do the. Uh, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, like, it's on the director. Yeah, that's not on him as a as a person as a human being. You're right. No, no, that's fair. But like, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, and then you get on a banshee, and then you'll fly. And it'd be amazing. And you'll get to fly like a banshee and fly through the, the, the skies of Pandora and you'll have an incredible time. And instead, he's just like, yeah, and then you'll get on a banshee and uh, fly. And you're just like, come on, mate. <laughs> bit this is supposed to be an incredible experience. And you're, you're just saying, you're underselling it massively. <laughs> well, I mean, he's in the science department. He's not in marketing, Ryan. This is it. You know. This is the problem when you get a scientist to talk marketing. <laughs> It's two different teams. Right, shall we get into some reviews? Because I'm yeah. conscious that we're trying to make these episodes a bit shorter just because... We, we've got a time limit. We've though. got a time limit here. Yeah. And 
I can barely read, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm just seeing like a merge of words. Don Campus says, of all the Disney parks, I like Animal Kingdom the most. Wow. But this is one star review, bear in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, all the parks have seemed to have slipped tremendously. It almost seems as if they do not update anything to cater to the foreign crowds that have never been here before. Nowhere near what it used to be as a whole. On a side note, do not use the Disney app. It seemed like it was developed by a two-year-old. Classic bait and switch to make you think getting one thing, but nowhere near getting what you would think or expect. All the billions Disney makes and cannot even develop an app to work correctly. Sad. (laughs) Literally, sad. (laughs) I mean, the app has its problems. But it's fantastic as a whole. As a whole, yeah. I think the usability of it is fantastic. It, you when know, it works. When it works. It has yes. moments where it doesn't work and the, you can't book things and stuff like mm, that. Mm. But, like, the way it works, the way, you know, the interaction with it, the workflows through it are, are brilliant. I do, I do think that the the regular Disney Parks visitor... Mm. Is, I, mean, I may be losing all of our listeners in this show. <laughs> they feel very privileged. Right. In, in that, oh, the Disney Parks app isn't working for me. It's like, well... For the average theme park goer, mm. this is an innovation that no theme park in the world has. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. Right. Like Universal's average... app is great, but it only has wait times and. It although it does it does have the you can tell it it will send you a notification when the wait time goes to a certain level, which is great. Which is a great which, feature. Which is great. Yeah. That they should add into the. It's a Disney's. Yeah. But what if you know what is it you know when you compare uh, probably Universal was unfair, but when you compare it to the likes of any of the UK parks. Yeah. Where it's just a complete and utter shambles. Yeah. Disney is smashing it. Yeah, and it's I, leaps and bounds ahead, isn't it? And they've just got like, thousands and thousands of people using it every day. On their own Wi-Fi. On their own Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's impressive in its own in its own right. Um, I'm not sure what his point about... He says nothing's been updated. Well, to cater I mean, for foreign crowds. Well, what does that mean? I don't understand that. Cause, and he says, like, who have never been here before. Well, if they've never been here before... Get a park map. Yeah, but... No, but... If they've never been there before, there's n- everything is new to them. Right. So the first thing you do, right, if you've never been to a theme park before, and Alton Towers uh, this year is the first time I've ever been there, and mm. we were with people that had been there before. Yeah. So they were kind of guiding us around. I knew a couple of rides that I wanted to try, but they were kind of guiding us around. But I'm not expecting anything really. What anything? What? In what way? Well, if I'm visiting for the first time. Yeah. You've got an open mind as to what... I can't say that the park's not catering for me. Yeah. Like, how does that even make any sense? Like, how is the how is the park not catering for foreign crowds? We So you and I are foreign crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I don't... I, yeah, I have no idea what point he's trying to make by that. The food the food in Animal Kingdom is very varied. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you really can go varied. to um, Flame Tree Barbecue and get some classic American... Esque, I guess, barbecue food. Yeah. You can go to Nomad Lounge and get something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to Pizza Fari and get some crap pizzas. Um, <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of range in Animal Kingdom, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, let's not forget probably one of the best restaurants on property, which is Yak and Yeti. Of course. Which has yeah. quite a varied Asian menu. Mm. Yeah, you can get. Really, what are you not getting? You can get such a, a wide range of cuisines in Animal Kingdom, can't you? I like, think Animal Kingdom is probably the second best rival part, doesn't it? Yeah, second to Epcot in terms yeah. of food that you can get. Yeah. 
I don't quite know how it's not catering to foreign people. No. I'll, I'll be honest. And they've got park maps in different languages. Yeah. And so, and obviously, if you've never been there before, it's all going to be new to you. But you've got an entirely new land as well. Right. That's only it's, it's only been like there for three a years, couple, two yeah, years, something like that. I can't remember how many how many years it's been open now. Uh, it's not that old when you think of theme park rides. Two years. Yeah. It's two years old. Well, it's two and a half years old. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it, it is because the first time I visited it was two years ago. Right. Okay. And it opened that spring, I think. Right. I think it was spring two thousand seventeen. So I mean, when you're talking in terms of a lifespan of a theme park ride or land, it's really new. Yeah. You know, well, the, you know the, the thing that I love about Universal, and again, a bit of a sidetrack, but is that they is that the resort is opening a ride and they make a big deal out of it every year. They have been doing that, haven't they? Every single year. Yeah. And I don't think Disney are doing that. Um, I don't... What did they open? Yeah, oh, they Toy Story Land, I suppose, was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. It's crap! Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and um, then um, Galaxy's Edge this year. Which has had mixed... Mixed, mixed reception. reception. Until, so, I think... Rise of Resistance. Rise of, yeah. Rise of Resistance, Next yeah. year uh, should be... Mickey not so... Oh, yeah. Rise 2 has got to be next year, surely. Maybe next year. It could be 21... Don't know. Obviously, you know... We know that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but then Disney have got four parks, four core parks, compared to Universal's two. Yeah. And they're still only opening one thing a year. It's pretty crap, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they're going to be opening more as we approach 2021. But that just feels like they're doing that because it's a big celebration. Because it's 2021, yeah. They should be opening. After 2021, we'll see what actually... Opens, Re- if you if you if you're basing it on Universal's hmm. um, thinking, they should be opening two attractions a year. Right. Okay. Compared to Universal's, yeah, yeah. If you um, think this, really, yeah, the, the the amount of property they've got in comparison, yeah, they should be. Um, Until I mean, Chapek goes, it's not happening. It's, you know what? His days are numbered. I honestly believe that. I think um, Iger is setting him up for a big firing soon. Right. If you look at who's rising in the ranks in in the in the Imagineering section, and you look at um, Chapek's presentation, he doesn't care. Mm. He don't, you know. And I, makes, I know we said this a few episodes ago, but if I was if I was on stage at Walt Disney World opening Galaxy's Edge, I would be in in my Jedi outfit or my Sith outfit, whatever I preferred, probably yeah. Sith, and be like, my God, this is the this is the most exciting thing mm. I have ever seen. And I don't care if I said that last year about Toy Story Land. That's that's my job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to be a businessman and you have to like the product. Yeah. And I really feel like they've lost someone in Catherine Powell. Yeah. Who cares about the fans? Who cares about what's what's opening? And for me, he's just got rid of someone who he's under threat by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that was... There's no, no fan. Like, I, I, can't, I don't know any fan that likes Bob Chapek. Mm. That's yeah, not great, it, is it? It makes you wonder when Bob Iger goes. He's gone. Whether yeah, he's gone. Go. He's completely gone. Um, and you know, Joe Road, Joe Rody is um, he's quite liked by fans. Mm. He's quite honest on Twitter. If you follow him, I th- if you don't, I suggest you do. On Instagram, he's even more to the point. He answers fans' questions, and I think he's a bit like blue sky thinking sometimes, where he <laughs> thinks that Animal Kingdom is the best park in the world. It's not, but he's very he cares about what he does. Mm. Every detail of Pandora. Um, and going back to Animal Kingdom, I think it's important that we're focusing on this. Going back to Pandora, he he gave a damn about every single last detail in that land. And you know what? He's limited by budget. Of course he is. 
and there's things that they promise that isn't there like you touch a plant and it reclines we're a bit disappointed by that of course we are but every detail in that land he's had or his team has had input into and he cares about every last detail whereas Bob Chapek goes on stage talks about Galaxy's Edge and you just, you just see it in his eyes he doesn't give a, he doesn't give a toss <laughs> he just cares about the numbers because that's his job and that's 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 Iger's fault Igus is a numbers man. Right. He's not. He doesn't care about the parks. You can NBA experience is proof in the pudding that he doesn't care about the parks. <laughs> that that experience is dead. No one's going to it. I haven't. I haven't actually seen the um, the reception to that, but I can't imagine. It's not that, good. No. No one cares. That's the thing. It's it's not. It's it's a very obviously the NBA is very sort of American focused. But even the Americans don't care. Yeah, but that's yeah, and uh, but, you know, internationally as well, like nobody's going to care about that experience. So, yep. I mean, they had it at um, Universal. Universal, and they, they got rid of it. You know, if it was if it was doing well there, they wouldn't have got rid of it. Yeah, I get the impression they just did that to try and get some kind of um, deal with ESPN. Right. Maybe. Or Disney Plus in the future, maybe. Mm. Um, who knows? But. I mean, Bob Iger, so the turning thing is, Bob Iger was at the launch of the NBA experience and right. not at the launch of Galaxy's Edge in Disney World. That's weird, isn't it? I mean, come on. That's really weird. He's clearly there to try and get those strategic partnerships <laughs> going. And that's it. It's very weird what's going on at Disney at the moment. But anyway, uh, John Cannon says, would give no stars if possible. Dinosaur at the Dino Institute has an employee named Justin. It sounds like a vendetta, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Who is not very helpful. Saturday was able to ride Mine Train and Thunder Mountain Railroad with our three-year-old son who hits his head on the 40-inch measurement device. Come Sunday to the Animal Kingdom and the day is ruined because for some reason he doesn't measure correctly there and Justin and the supervisor are not willing to help with a proper measurement. My family has annual passes, a classic, and we come to <laughs> Disney and stay the weekend about eight times a year and have been doing this for years. This is by far the worst experience ever at a theme park. And I hope Disney can fix the problem and be consistent with all the parks. It's the worst experience because your son wasn't measured properly. Or, you know, I don't understand how you can't measure... He says they wouldn't measure them properly. It's like, well, you just stand next to the stick thing. Right. Like, if if you don't hit... uh, Maybe at the Magic Kingdom they're a bit more lenient, but Dinosaur's quite an intense ride. Mm. Like, let's be honest, I don't hold on to that ride. I oh, know you don't. You've seen you, me. You want to be physically hurt. You've seen me, like, hands up. No one else's hands up, and I'm, like, getting slammed into the person next to me that I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I love that ride. But if a kid's doing that, you have one thing in that there's dinosaurs that are quite scary in some it's instances. It's quite a dark ride. Quite it's quite a scary ride. And two, you're being flown about constantly. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to, write, to rate the entire park one star because your kid wasn't allowed onto a ride. And the thing is, surely, it goes back to, like, how is your kid just not standing next to the bar thing? Like, right. <clears throat> he's either up to the bar or he's not. Yeah. It's not a difficult measurement. No. Like, if then if it's not measuring properly, that's partly on your kid. Because all yeah. you've got to do is stand there. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Adam Blelvins says, lines were three hours plus for most rides. Really? No fast passes were... I've never, ever, ever seen any ride at Animal Kingdom other than Pandora three hours plus. Yeah. For, and to say most rides five days five days ago so we're talking middle of October yeah I'm calling BS on that <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean I always go middle of October 
Yeah. And I walk on to everything other than Pandora. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know. Place was super crowded. Strollers and mobile handicapped carts were everywhere. Oh, sorry, mate. People are handicapped and, and, and there's kids. <laughs> At a Disney park. At a Disney park. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Disney really unsafely packed this place on the day I was there. Oh, there we go again. Classic, isn't it? Always. Oh, yeah. It's unsafely packed. No, it's not. It's not at all. Because they are restricted. They, 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 must, they must have like third parties that come in. And say they have to. They have to. They have to um, be fire, fire safety, and all this sort of stuff. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. They have to abide uh, by the fire safety rules, mate. If you think it's busy in October, go go December the thirty first and tell me about that problem <laughs> you've got. You could have not stretched your arms out and not touched another person. That is utter BS. Yeah. In October, we went out this literally. Yeah. This time last year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Animal yeah, Kingdom was not was not busy. No. It would have not been possible to evacuate the place safely in the event of an emergency, given the large volume of people, strollers, and motorised chairs. Again, right, so I was there maybe three, four years ago during Hurricane Matthew. I can't remember, whenever Hurricane Matthew was. Yeah. And we were in uh, Yakin Yeti. The park was closing early. Mm-hmm. Never have I been in Disney where parks were closing early before. <laughs> It was clearly... We were on Kilimanjaro safaris in the morning. It was clearly communicated park-wide yeah. that the park was closing early. We were in Yakinyeti and you could really see the wind starting to pick up. And the park emptied out, naturally. Yeah. Because they announced that the park was closing. <laughs> and... Yeah, this person's just full of utter nonsense. Yeah, I, do, utter, I, utter I nonsense. just love it when they sort of... You get these people, we've seen it on pretty much every single park... That we've yeah. we looked at, they're always like, "Oh, it's overcrowded." Disney are cramming them in, trying to get the money. Yeah, it's like no, they've got limits. And this person seems to think that he's an expert in crowd control and you know, and evacuation classic, procedures, isn't it? Isn't it? it is classic like... every time. Uh, Tara Graham says the lines were over an hour average wait in the heat. I seems mean, reasonable to me. That's pretty. That's probably. That's more realistic than three hours. We're talking three months ago, so you're talking <laughs> August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, An hour that's in August is pretty realistic. decent. <laughs> yeah. The express cards doesn't exist. Smooth. Hot pass doesn't exist. Sixty dollars yeah. were booked up months. What? What? There's no. There's no paid for fast pass system. No. Don't know what they're talking. They've even got a price for it. Sixty dollars. <laughs> they, like- they found someone in the car park. He's like, oh, I'll give you the express pass for sixty dollars. <laughs> you know what? If I could pay for fast passes all day long at Disney, I'd pay sixty dollars. <laughs> Booked up months in advance for the wait time and express lines in many rides. Everything was expensive. The logistical system between the parks and parking was awesome. The staff are all friendly and helpful. Of course, the themes were incredible to see. Go see The Lion King and Star Wars. You been to Star Wars at Animal Kingdom? Because I haven't. No, I don't think so. There's no Endor at Animal Kingdom. No, pretty pretty sure it's not there. The tall hairy fella, Chewie, from Star Wars, was great. <laughs> Bearing in mind we're on Animal Kingdom reviews, guys. Sorry, Tara. You're in the wrong park. She's a local guide. Yeah. And she hasn't got a clue. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Google needs to like kind of fix that system, don't yeah. they? <laughs> we're more we're more like local guides than Tara is. Yeah. We don't even live there. No. <laughs> we know where Chewie is. Yeah. And we know where you can't and we know that Disney don't do express passes. Yeah. Where is she getting sixty dollars from? I don't know. Unless she's like even the universal one, that's not sixty dollars, is it? That's more than that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Brian Welch says three hours for the new Pandora ride. The ride is five minutes at best, and you wait forever to get on it. Not well, a good. You just said it's three hours, so he's he's already contradicted himself. Forever, three hours. Well, yeah, that, that's and, you know, forever is an infinite amount of time. Sort your life three out, hours right? is a certain amount of time. <laughs> not a good return for the time. Not a good return for the time spent in line. It ruined the experience for the entire park, and after standing for so long, we just left. The exit signs of the park need to be more because it's easy to go in circles in this park, just adding to your stress level. Not to mention these bus stops are hot. Where are the fans? Why the hell do they don't they connect the parks and hotels by monorail, boat, and cable car? Waiting for buses just make everything worse, especially if it's hot. <laughs> um, I've never struggled getting out of Animal Kingdom. It's quite it's quite no, like a. I wonder if he's just walking round and round Discovery Island. For days. Yeah. He's just like, where's the exit sign? I'm back in Africa. What's going on? <laughs> but, I mean, he's like, why cannot everything not be connected by boat? Because there's not rivers between yeah. all the resorts. Brian. Right. Exactly. Brian. Brian. Unbelievable, Brian. God, sort yourself out. What, um... <laughs> we are... We're going to do it. We're going to read a few more. Okay. Gonna read a, uh, a few more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're fine. We're safe, fine. Safe. Calm down, Dan. Doctor Doom <laughs> says... Reliable source, obviously. He's in the wrong park, I yeah. think. Avatar Flight of Passage. Good ride, but Disney did not build it large enough to accommodate the amount of guests. So when you wait 150 minutes, the reward for the wait just isn't there anymore. Very dissatisfying. Fast pass only. For non-fast pass, attempt, it ain't. it just ain't worth it. I, mean, I think if I'd wait three hours for that ride... I mean, bearing in mind I've waited three and a half hours for... Um, Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Right, so Donna and I got to Universal, we waited three and a half hours for Forbidden Journey. I could not be more praising of that that ride. I don't let the wait time influence my decision on how I enjoyed the ride. No, I think, especially if... It's obviously a good ride if it's got a long wait time. It's, if, if you know it's a new ride, it's going to have a long wait time. Mm. And you don't... You obviously expect, over time, that wait time's going to go down. Yeah. Um, so you don't rate the rise based on the wait time. The wait time, you just no. don't. You just don't do it. No, it's ridiculous. Um, and, you know, I've waited two to three hours. I can't remember the exact time for this ride. Like, the first time we went on it, mm. we rope dropped. It was down, because it had only recently opened, I think. Yeah. Um, but we waited for it, you know. And you do that because you want to ride the new ride. Yeah. You know, it's part of your holiday, pretty much, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. You know, it's something brand new. You want to go on it. Exactly. Uh, we read a couple more. Don't buy any mixed or frozen alcoholic drinks unless you want to waste money on watered-down waste. If you're looking for a drink, just get the shots at different locations like most people who know why. And don't expect any courtesy from anyone. <laughs> okay. Half the employees at this park are zombie jerks. The other half okay. The Disney Experience app is complete garbage. Otherwise, the park is decent, but not great like some local guides claim. Are any of the supposed local guides actually Floridians? I've been here all my life. What a joke. I mean, he's got some fair points with the, with with the, the local guide. Tara. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is a local guide as well. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to criticise the cast members is, is, I think, is harsh. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever really had a bad experience with a Disney cast member. I've not either. No. They, are all, they all seem to love being there. I think they give what you give. Yeah. If you're rude to them... Oh, completely. So, it's, you know, if, if I'm... A, you know, and I used to work in a supermarket. I used to work in a convenience store, I guess, if you were in the state. Um, if someone's rude to me, I'll be a complete arsehole to them. And, and rightfully so. Like, well, well, yeah. If, you, yeah, if you're going to be an arsehole to somebody, 
then don't expect a positive response. No. But I think even if you were... Even if I think you were particularly rude to a cast member, I don't think they would necessarily be rude back. No, no, I agree. Um, I mean, it's they, like may last not year. Be as, they may not be as friendly as they would be if you were being friendly to them. Yeah. But they, I don't think they would be rude to you. No. And I think when people are rude to them, they often interpret their responses as being rude as well. Yes. Because that person is being You're rude. You're already in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you read the situation worse than it actually is. Well, it's like last year when we turned up at Oakey West and that we had to wait for our room. Like, yeah. we were, you know, they said, oh, sorry, the room's not ready yet. And we weren't like, oh, for God's sake, what are you doing? Yeah. We're like, oh, okay, um, that's, that, you that's, know, that's, that's fine. fine. And they, they saw the, the, the upset look and tiredness in <laughs> the, our eyes. The tear that went down your cheek. And, you know, I casually brought up Theme Park Trader Twitter and Facebook on uh, my phone. And we just started to tweet. And they, they suddenly offered us a $200 <laughs> gift card. Uh, no, I'm joking, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're nowhere near that important. No, we literally just... I can't remember. Did they say... They mentioned about a gift card, didn't they? And then they, we were just like... We you know, we walked out waiting you know, to go and wait. And then five minutes later, they were like, oh, your room's ready. Yeah. No mention of the gift card. We thought... It's only been five minutes. It's only five minutes. What do you expect? Went back to the room. Or, you know, went to the room. Uh, and then we got a phone call saying, your gift card's ready. Yeah. So it's like... Brilliant. Okay, fine. You know? Um, so yeah, I've, I've never but experienced yeah, a port. Nice I mean, other than members, people. other than being at uh, Mama Melrose, and people, I yeah. think she was just having a bad day, and right. we've not been there since. It does make a big difference. I think if a cast member is uh, not rude but unhappy, it stands out at Disney. Yeah, because everyone else is super jolly. So uh, read one more. Han K, John K. Janky. Janky. Janky Dean says, I was most excited for this park. Couldn't do one ride. The Avatar ride had a wait of 200 minutes and some... Sorry. I don't think it's worth it to waste almost four hours of my life. No, thank you. We'll never go to this one again. It was the worst experience. Not worth the money at all. Take your family on a nine-day cruise. I'm pretty sure it costs less and the food is always all you can eat. (laughs) So you've done nothing. I mean, it's a very different experience. Cruise... Versus going on rides, yeah. Like, yeah, very different. Very, Even if you're on a Disney cruise, there's no rides on the cruise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, would it would it be 200 minutes a week ago, early October? I don't think so. It seems unlikely that it would be 200 minutes. Um, don't know. Oh, you know what? I think, I think we should do a um, we should do a part two Animal Kingdom. Because yeah. I think we've only really scratched the surface here. So I think next week we're going to continue these reviews, if you agree. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna we're just gonna chat more about Animal Kingdom. So, uh, partially because you know we're, these are filler episodes while I'm away. <laughs> Being honest, we're totally honest with you guys. Um, Ryan's off enjoying himself. Yeah, how dare I? Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening for this first half of the Disney's Animal Kingdom. Paul is this gonna Google be like the, is this gonna be like the um, Disneyland Paris one where we say we're doing it next week and then three weeks later we actually do the second part? Well, no, because we are actually about we're literally gonna pause this. Switch the garage band recording and carry on. Do you guarantee this, Ryan? I'm guaranteeing it. Okay, if this falls apart, it's because of you. It's not a politician's promise. This is my <laughs> promise. All right, I'm telling the truth here. So next week, Animal Kingdom Part 2. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Go and follow us on our website, themepartrader.com. If you're interested in all the happenings of my honeymoon, okay, maybe not all of them, um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, <laughs> Theme Park Trader. Um, and uh, also leave us a five-star review on the iTunes podcast app, and we will see you again 
next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>